Mom energy came up big once again for the Bruins as Jake DeBrusque and David Pasternak combined for all five goals in Thursday's 5-4 win over the Winnipeg Jets to close out uh, this week's uh, very entertaining mob strip for the Boston Bruins. Welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite hockey team every single day. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And uh, on today's show, we'll recap last night's big win over the Winnipeg Jets, which I really believe might be a turning point for the team uh, amid recent struggles. We'll also update the uh, All the President's Men, which is our weekly look at uh, the top five teams in the NHL, and finally take a look at some news and notes from around the league as the Bruins get ready for Saturday night's game against the New York Islanders. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. That's I-A-N-C-M-C-L-A-R-E-N. You can also follow the podcast at L-O underscore Boston Bruins. Download, uh, subscribe, listen, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts uh, or also on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Please also tell friends or family about the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. It would be very much appreciated. You may notice that I'm a bit stuffed up and battling a cold, but the Locked On podcast does not rest, and we press on to recap last night's game against uh, the Winnipeg Jets. And it was a bit of a back-and-forth affair as the Bruins overcame uh, two deficits to beat Winnipeg 5-4. Uh, I mentioned the moms were in attendance once again. They went with uh, the boys to Nashville for the 6-2 win the other night and then were uh, taking in the game at TD Garden last night as uh, their sons came through once again with a victory for them. Um, Jake DeBrusque scored two goals and David Pasternak recorded his seventh career hat-trick. Cindy DeBrusque was obviously uh, tickled over her son's performance on the night. Jake, after the game, said we could probably hear them in the stands a little bit on the ice. We heard them pretty much right after the game coming in all screaming, so it's a lot of support for sure. Uh, I tried to get some audio from the locker room after the game, but uh, all you could hear in the background was the moms uh, talking and being a bit raucous, which was really cool to hear, not great for uh, Pulling interview footage, but uh, still pretty cool to listen in on that. Um, anytime they bring that emotion, the mojo, as Jake DeBrusque referred to it as, definitely helps out the team. Again, uh, the Bruins had one of their best games of the season the other night in Nashville to snap a three-game losing streak, and they brought that momentum uh, as well as their moms, so that mom entum, as if you will, uh, back to the Garden. Um, overcoming, as I mentioned, uh, not one, but three, actually, uh, one goal deficits to come out of that game with the win. Um, it was a tough stretch, DeBrusque said, of the recent slide where they had won just, you know, four or 15 games. Um, but as DeBrusque added, it was one of those things where it seemed like uh, at the beginning of the year, it was kind of coming to us. Uh, we wouldn't really play our game or our style, yet we, they found ways to win. Um, during the rough stretch, it felt like 
we were playing the way we wanted to play and we weren't getting rewarded. Now it's kind of one of those things where we believe in each other in here. We have good leaders, try to stick with the program, understand that it will turn. And obviously having the moms around has been a great time to start playing well. I kind of noted on Twitter that we might look back at this uh, stretch of a couple games with the moms in town uh, where it was a bit of a turning point for this team. Could not have come at a better time, really. They had lost three in a row, had only won four of 15. Uh, now they beat two uh, competitive Central Division teams um, and really seem to have found their game playing uh, a Bruins style, able to overcome those deficits finally. And um, yeah, um, hopefully it's a situation now where they can build on that and um, amass a couple more wins here with games coming up against the Islanders and the Flyers uh, in the next few days. Um, uh, Cindy DeBrusque said she'd love to stay. It's been an unbelievable few days. The Bruins have treated us so well. It's precious to have time with these guys. We're a long way from home. The DeBrusques live in Edmonton, so it's been amazing. A lot of home cooking, lots of love, lots of hugs, and lots of fun, which is uh, you know, just really cool, cool to hear. Uh, DeBrusque, as we all know, has been uh, or was benched in a recent game. Uh, he also had that pretty egregious turnover against the Oilers last weekend. Um, so it was great to see him score those two goals. One came on a very nice breakaway move past Laurent Brassois. And another was a deflection in front of the net, working hard there to establish that position to get um, the puck past Brassois again. Cassidy, after the game, says Jake knows his value to the team. It's an offensive role, building his 200-foot game. Uh, no different than anybody else on the team. He makes us better when he's winning races to pucks. That's what he did on the breakaway, of course. Squeezed one in, kept one in, or blocked a pass down the wall and won a foot race coming in on his off wing. Um, he then made that um, nice play to establish himself in front of the net. Uh, you know, he really needs to just be generating chances, drawing penalties, making things difficult for the offense, uh, sorry, for the defense with his speed and uh, establishing self in front of the net. He said he hasn't really had the start to his year, so going into the second half and around the all-star break, trying to keep it consistent and start to find my game. He now has uh, 13 goals on the season, uh, so more on pace with the career-high 27 uh, that he recorded last year. And if he can keep the strong play going it's possible that he could uh, challenge that high and maybe even top it but there's still some work left to be done in that regard but some good steps taken in recent games i mentioned david pasternak he scored uh three goals for his seventh career hat trick um he's been on a uh, really great streak here he's now up to 35 goals in the season uh, distancing himself from David, pa uh, sorry, from Austin Matthews, who's the only other player with more than 30 goals on the season. He has now amassed a point streak of 12 games with nine goals and 10 assists in that span. Uh, some past the stats courtesy of the NHL. Uh, it's the 32nd time in NHL history 
where a player has scored three or more hat-tricks in consecutive seasons. Uh, he also had three last season. He's got seven since uh, the beginning of last season. Ovechkin's the only other active player to do so. Actually, it was hilarious. Uh, there was a video of Pasternak's mom throwing her hat onto the ice uh, after he recorded the hat trick, uh, which was pretty hilarious. He is also the first Bruins player to register multiple point streaks of 12 plus games in a single season since Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr both did it in 1973-74. So very impressive company there. Uh, he's got the 35 goals in 45 games. Uh, first player to do that since Cam Neely in 93-94, who did it in 31 games. He's also factored into the Bruins' opening goal for the seventh straight game. The last player to do that was actually Antoine Vermette back in 2013-14. Uh, who did it in nine games with Phoenix, the last NHL player. So, you know, Pasternak obviously off to a very impressive stretch here. Uh, the Bruins MVP to date, uh, without question. Uh, let's see where he factors in. In league scoring, I mentioned, obviously, he has the goals lead over uh, Austin Matthews. He also um, is now tied for Nathan... Tied for third in the NHL scoring race with Nathan McKinnon at 65 points. Four back of Leon Dreisaitl, five back of Connor McDavid, and three ahead of teammate Brad Marchand. Goals-wise, Matthews is now four back, and he has 31. Uh, so, yeah, just a really uh, incredible stretch of games that uh, Pasternak is on here and just continues to show his value to the team as a 25th overall pick and uh, on a very nice contract of 6.66 million. One other note from last night was the Bruins were without captain Zdeno Chara as the 40 year old sat out after ha 42 year old, sorry, sat out having a follow-up procedure on his jaw to treat an abscess. Uh, he had that fight the other night against the predators. Um, little bit of pain involved there on the inside. Cassidy said, he wanted to play, but uh, Cassidy and Don Sweeney actually talked him out of it. Uh, he needs some time to heal properly uh, so that this pain just uh, goes away and they have him healthy and comfortable for the stretch. They decided to shut him down. Hopefully he's better for the road trip, which begins in Long Island on Saturday. Um, but they'll see... Um, where he stands after that rest, after a follow-up appointment, and see where he is uh, comfort-wise heading into those games. So uh, it's possible that Chara will not play. He is skating uh, here on Friday morning um, in a regular sweater, it looks like. So chances are he'll play. It'll take a lot to keep him off the ice for two straight games. If he can't go, then I would expect... Steve Kampfer to be back in the lineup. Um, Tory Krug was a question mark for the game, but he was able to play. Um, so it looks like all hands might be on deck for Saturday's game against the Islanders. Uh, sadly, the moms won't be going. They're uh, heading their separate ways, uh, but it was a great time to have them around for sure and successful uh, for the Bruins. And I think it was good for not only their... Uh, game on the ice, but also just overall morale. 
Let's now take some time to update the uh, NHL power rankings, a segment I like to call all the president's men, meaning the teams uh, that are set to challenge for the president's trophy this season. If we look at points and point percentage uh, overall compared to more recent sample sizes, there's a bit of a difference uh, in terms of who is hot or not. Uh, So I'm going to bump up a couple teams that are a bit down in the standings, but over the last uh, several weeks have proven to be uh, two of the top teams in the NHL. So to begin the top five, I'm going to put uh, the Dallas Stars, actually. They got off to a 1-7-1 and one start, but since then they have been one of the best teams in the NHL um, since, uh, let's see, since November 1st. They are actually the top team in terms of point percentage in the NHL with a record of 21 Six and three for a 750 uh, point percentage. So if you take off that terrible stretch to begin the season, uh, the Stars are the best team in the NHL since the beginning of um, November. If you recall, one of our first episodes was a, a preview of the opening night game in which the Bruins beat the Stars. Uh, Sean Shapiro of the Athletic was talking about how the Stars, uh, their goal this year was the Stanley Cup. They got off to the rough start. They had some turmoil with the firing of uh, Jim Montgomery, which we now know was due to some uh, alcohol abuse issues that he's going through. Through all that, they are one of the top teams in the NHL, and uh, I'm putting them at number five uh, right now. Number four, I'm going to put another uh, very strong team who's been charging up the standings in recent weeks, and that's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Since December 1st, they have a point percentage of 763, which is second in the NHL to the uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, actually. They're 14-4-1 in that stretch. Uh, they are uh, very much closing in on the Bruins for top spot in the Atlantic Division. Uh, although the Bruins, with the win last night, uh, they were able to put some distance there. They're now 7 points up on the lightning for first in the Atlantic. Uh, but again, the lightning they're nine and one in their last 10 games and they've won nine in a row. Certainly look like the uh, team that cruised to the, to the president's trophy last year. And if things continue as they are, I would uh, be willing to bet that they'll be, uh, you know, top three team or top five at the very least uh, in terms of, final standings when things are are all said and done. Uh, For our top three teams this week, I'm going to uh, stick with teams that have been strong since the beginning of the season. Uh, In terms of overall point percentage, the three clear leaders right now are the St. Louis Blues, our Boston Bruins, and the Washington Capitals. They're the only three teams with Overall point percentages over 700. The Bruins and Blues are even at 700. The Capitals at 722. Um, the Blues have a record of 28, 10, and 7. The Bruins are at 26, 8, and 11. They both have 63 points. And again, are tied uh, for second overall when it comes to point percentage at plus... Uh, sorry... At 700. In terms of goal differential, the Bruins lead the NHL at plus 34. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who I just mentioned, are at plus 33. 
uh, and again, just rapidly rising. Um, so definitely a team to watch out for. The Washington Capitals are tied with Pittsburgh for third at plus uh, 30, while the Blues are a bit down the list at plus 21. Uh, so I'm going to put the Blues at three, our Bruins at number two, and the Washington Capitals, uh, the clear number one team right now in terms of points and point percentage. They have 65 points, two ahead of the Bruins and Blues, and the 720 point percentage. Uh, they're only six and four in their last 10, uh, so allowing teams to make up some difference there. Uh, but again, um, the clear number one team in my mind so far this season. So I'm going to put Dallas, the Lightning, the Blues, our Bruins, and the Capitals in the top five uh, this week. But again, there's still a lot of season remaining, uh, still a lot of moving pieces here. The Lightning and even the Toronto Maple Leafs are quickly rising, um, although Toronto has taken a couple steps back lately with uh, some losses to the Oilers and Jets. Uh, maybe not as strong overall as some of these other teams. They do have some uh, injuries as well to contend with, most notably to uh, Jake Muzzin uh, on the back end, which is already not not the strongest. Um, the Bruins' opponent tomorrow night is the New York Islanders. They have a record of 27-12-3. They are tied for the third most points in the NHL to date with 57, tied with the... Uh, Penguins with a game in hand on them. Uh, in terms of point percentage, the Islanders sit fourth behind the Bruins and Blues with the mark of 679. Um, so they're certainly not an easy team for the Bruins to beat here tomorrow night to keep this modest win streak going. Uh, but it would be uh, an impressive uh, feat for the Bruins to go in there and uh, take care of the Islanders on the road tomorrow night. It would be a mistake to just look at point percentage and overall record when we're looking at the top teams. So I'll just mention the top five teams in terms of Corsi and expected goals. Again, that's looking at shot quantity and shot quality on any given night. The top five teams for Corsi, which, as I mentioned before, is you know shot attempts per game. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, Montreal Canadiens, Vegas Golden Knights, Los Angeles Kings, if you can believe it, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are your top five teams. Down at the bottom, we have the Rangers, Islanders, Red Wings, Oilers, and Devils. Uh, I mentioned the, the Islanders there. The Bruins can certainly uh, take advantage of that uh, in even strength play tomorrow night. Uh, in terms of expected goals, the top five teams are the Golden Knights, Lightning, Penguins, Hurricanes, and Kings. Uh, so the Kings, an interesting case there. They're getting uh, quality shots and a high quantity of shot attempts, uh, but they're still one of the bottom teams in the NHL, just not able to finish, not getting the goaltending that they need to be competitive. Um, but again, the Lightning right up there in both of those metrics. And uh, if you're not paying attention, they should be scaring you right now. Uh, our Bruins remain second in terms of PDO. We went over this the other day. Uh, the Bruins kind of level when it comes to shot attempts and shot quality at 5-on-5. Five five. Their power play is really helping them right now. And if they can generate more offense at 5-on-5, five five, uh, it will uh, serve them well moving forward. Uh, 
Uh, so all that to say, look out for the lightning. I think um, people are starting to notice that they are, again, a force to be reckoned with. If you're just looking at um, the overall standings, you'll see them uh, kind of down to begin the season. They're now second in the Atlantic, have overtaken the Maple Leafs for the time being. Seven points back of the Bruins, and uh, they worry me as a potential team that could overtake the Bruins, bumping Boston back down to a first-round series with the Maple Leafs, uh, which I don't necessarily want um, to happen again. I'd be much more comfortable with the Bruins retaining the top spot as they have all season long. Now let's take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL. Uh, Full credit to... Uh, Pecorine of the National Predators for becoming the first goalie to score a goal uh, in about uh, seven years. He did that during last night's game against, um, who did he score on? The Blackhawks. So that was pretty cool to see. Uh, Former Bruin Noel Achari continues his torrid run. Uh, He scored two goals to raise his season total to 17, which uh, I really never saw coming uh, at any point in his career. So good on him for making uh, the most of his opportunity with the Panthers, another team that I believe uh, Bruins fans should watch out for. They could very well end up being a team that they play as a wildcard team. Um, And again, really dangerous if if Bobrovsky can get it going. Um, I won't go through all the scores last night, but... Uh, one big thing to note was uh, Tony D'Angelo of the New York Rangers, the defenseman, he recorded a hat-trick and added two assists, tying a club record for uh, most goals and most points in a single game. And considering the Rangers' storied history, that's um, quite a feat. He accepted a one-year $925,000 contract last summer, so you have to think that uh, a guy on pace for 20 goals and 70 points as a defenseman We'll be pushing for a nice deal come uh, this summer. Around the league in terms of rumors, uh, it looks like Alex Galchenyuk is available in Pittsburgh. Uh, They're looking for a draft pick or bottom six forward in return as Galchenyuk has been filling that role for them. Uh, They're looking for a winger to replace Jake Gensel as well. I mentioned... Galchenyuk, because uh, those of you who follow Dominic Tiano on Twitter, he mentioned the Bruins might want to take a look at him, uh, especially at that price. He is in the final year of a $4.9 million contract. Uh, he certainly has potential to be an impact uh, winger. He has a left-hand shot, uh, which the Bruins don't necessarily need, but um, perhaps worth taking a flyer on if it, if it all, all that it will cost him will be a fourth round pick um, and might be easier to acquire than the likes of Chris Kreider or Tyler Toffoli, who many seem to be targeting, including the Penguins. Um, There was a bit of a stir yesterday. I mentioned Leas Anderson of the Rangers, who has demanded a trade. Uh, Darren Dreger of TSN caused a bit of a stir by Uh, asking his agent whether or not Anderson was dealing with mental health issues. I want to say right up front that um, mental health issues are 
uh, a very serious thing, obviously, and it is that individual's right only to speak about that. Um, Drager did clarify and say that Anderson, through his agent, wanted to let it be known that that's not what's going on right now. He's over in Europe to undergo a minor surgical procedure on his foot. He was unhappy with his role with the Rangers. That's why he's asked for a trade. Um, They are receiving calls on him. Uh, But again, um, it's always tricky when dealing with mental health issues. Something that I've talked about a lot with myself, uh, dealing with anxiety. Uh, I wouldn't want anyone speaking on my behalf unless I gave them express permission to do so. Uh, But uh, playing telephone with these kind of things is always tricky. And, um, you know, there's lots of layers and nuance when it comes to mental health issues. So uh, whatever Anderson is dealing with, um, I hope he gets uh, the help he needs, whether it's his foot or, um, you know, anxiety that he's dealing with. I'm sure there's something there in terms of, um, yeah, just wanting to get this resolved and get going with his NHL career at the very least. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for today. There's lots, uh, you know, lots of rumors and reports out there as we near the trade deadline. Trade season is always very fun. I expect the Bruins to be in on it um, as, you know, they assess what they have with this team. Uh, The window is closing somewhat. Um, This core is aging, and I believe they will be going for it hard uh, to make good on the run from last uh, last year that fell uh, painfully short. Um, So, yeah. Tomorrow night's game against the New York Islanders. You can find my observations and thoughts on the game at Ian C. McLaren on Twitter. Follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to preview that night's game against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, as well as take a look back at uh, whatever happens against the Islanders. Um, thanks so much for listening again. Another week down here at the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network your favorite team every single day. I really appreciate all the support and uh, yeah, just keep listening. Keep letting me know your thoughts. Keep telling people about the podcast and I believe, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun here as the playoffs approach and we start to see where the Bruins stack up uh, against other Stanley Cup contenders. Have a great weekend, friends. I think I'm taking tonight off from hockey to check out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I'm very excited about. And I uh, might also go and see 1917 this weekend in theaters, which I'm hearing great things about. I'm a kind of a sucker for war movies. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the Golden Globe winners for both uh, comedy, musical, and drama over this weekend. I uh, hope you all have a great weekend as well. Take care of yourselves. And uh, yeah, do something fun this weekend. Uh, or tonight specifically, prior to the Bruins game tomorrow night. Take care, friends.